Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Podcast. I am Billy Ambody. We are in the middle of spring football for LSU, but recruiting does not sleep. And since we're not a full week into LSU spring practice yet, I wanted to go ahead and touch on the big recruiting news first and then share on a bigger podcast kind of the initial takeaways of spring ball later this week. So let's get right into it. Matt McMahon and Brian Kelly both picked up commitments in the past week and both are positions of need for the Tigers. So let's lead off with the football side of things. Mac Markway out of St. Louis, a four-star tight end coming in at 6'4", 250 pounds, committed to the Tigers last week, uh, giving LSU a big boost at a position of need. Mac Markway joins Omarion Miller as uh, the commits in the 2023 class for LSU. And this is a this is a big one and, and one that makes a lot of sense because you've got Robert Steeples on staff, the former DeSmit head coach who has a really good relationship with Mac Markway. You have Brian Polian who was recruiting him at Notre Dame. Brian Kelly was recruiting him at Notre Dame. Uh, you have Mike Denbrock who really stood out uh, in the process once they got to know him. Uh, and, and this is just kind of a situation where it all came together. Uh, he's the number 117th overall prospect in the country, a top 10 tight end nationally, had Iowa, Miami, Ohio State, Florida, and others. Before Dan Mullen was fired, Matt Ma- Mac Markway was committed to the Gators, and his father, Matt, played at Iowa, and I got a chance to catch up with him uh, before Mac's decision and, and talk about kind of what went right here for the Tigers to uh, land Mac Markway and this is one that it all fell in place with the coaches um, some of Mac's uh, mom's side of the family lives in Louisiana Covington Folsom uh, you know uh, kind of in that area so there's some family ties at play here uh, and then on top of it you know he is uh, a tight end by trade and one that uh, comes from a tight end family he's got family in the NFL uh, his dad played you know, this is this is a really good pickup for LSU at a position of need. Uh, and the thing about it is, is you look at Mac and, and kind of what LSU looks like they're going to want to do offensively with the tight end. I think you're going to want to see a little bit of a mix from them uh, between guys who can be kind of flexed out and then also that inline blocker. And, and I think Mac starts uh, as far as what he brings to the table with his blocking, his physical nature really strong kid who's coming off a torn ACL as a junior. So when you kind of see some of the, you know, mainly us uh, at on three, a little bit lower on him right now, uh, as far as recruiting ranking goes, we want to see him bounce back from that, that torn ACL. And, um, but what he brings to the table, he's kind of an underneath path pass catcher. Uh, he does show the ability to, to play well on both sides of the ball, which is a plus. Uh, but right now his big strength is being able to move people as a blocker. And I think he's going to have an opportunity to do that very early on at LSU. You know, Jack Besh is full-time wide receiver now. He's in that room. He's not messing around with the tight ends anymore. You've got Cole Taylor. You've got Mason Taylor. uh, But it is really thin. And Mac Markway is going to bring an added move as far as uh, an added piece of depth to the table when he gets to LSU uh, next year. Uh, But this is one that really just came together well uh, for the Tigers and um, made a lot of sense. You know, you started to hear that he was going to make a commitment and I kind of had a feeling it might be LSU when we did our interview after his visit to Baton Rouge 
And, you know, we talked, we talked, we talked. And then I would say, okay, what's next? What's next in your recruitment? Crickets. So I would ask a different question. What's next uh, after I would get, you know, a response for that? And then crickets. So I was like, okay, this one might be trending LSU's way. Sure enough, he jumps on board as a second commitment in the class of 2023. What's next for LSU? Well, they need another tight end. Uh, this is a this is a position that you've got to go out and sign to, in my opinion. Even if you bring in a transfer, um, you know, and and maybe that changes if you bring in somebody that can kind of balance out the roster a little bit. But if not, you're looking at an, signing another high school prospect, and one of the names that's going to be right at the top of the list is Jackson Carver, uh, who just took a visit to LSU. He just picked up an offer. Uh, this one could get interesting. This is one that uh, was actually a former uh, lacrosse commit for Notre Dame and ended up reclassifying uh, into the 2023 class as a football player. And so now he uh, adds an LSU offer uh, and, and somebody that has athleticism. He's got that lacrosse background uh, and was really you know highly thought of. He was a Notre Dame commit. And now he's got the LSU offer. He's got West Virginia, Iowa, Kentucky. Um, we'll have a full story on TheBengalTiger.com about Jackson Carver picking up that offer and his thoughts. Uh, he's still going to go through the recruiting process, but he did tell me he wants to enter the summer committed. Uh, he'll be at places like Wisconsin, Penn State, Florida, Ole Miss, and others over the course of the spring. But it seems like he is barreling towards a decision coming up. It seemed like LSU really impressed him on his visit uh, to Baton Rouge. So that's a name to file away. Others include the likes of Reed Mike Mike Mikeska. Uh, sorry, I butchered that a little bit, but he's out of the Houston area. Goes to Bridgeland, added an LSU offer. He's gonna, uh, you know, be at the top of that board uh, as he makes his way uh, through his visits uh, as well. And and he's somebody that LSU hopes to get a visit from here soon. Um, other programs: North Carolina, South Carolina, Alabama, Ole Miss uh, have all hosted him for visits already. And so LSU is going to be one uh, that really wants to uh, get him on campus next and try to make a move there. Uh, again, really talented uh, tight end who kind of fits a similar mold of um, of Mac Markway, but I do think there's even potential for him to pack on a ton of weight and maybe even play offensive tackle. So um, that's one to watch there as well. And then uh, this is your really, really high-profile target who could play both sides of the ball. I know LSU sees him as a terror off the edge uh, on the defensive side of the ball, but also one of the best tight ends in the country. Jackson Howard out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, a top 100 overall prospect, a top-ranked prospect in Minnesota. He just took an unofficial visit to check out uh, the Golden Gophers program. Uh, he's somebody that, uh, I mean, quite honestly, has been at the top of the list for LSU. Uh, just overall, uh, you know, prospects. He's right up there uh, for them on all you know, out of everybody they're recruiting, Jackson Howard, one of the top prospects. So those are a few names to continue to monitor on the tight end front uh, as LSU picks up uh, its second commitment in the 2023 class from Mac Markway. And LSU is looking like it's going to have another big recruiting weekend coming up. We'll have you guys covered with all the latest on who is going to be on campus. Uh, already posted some names on our running list of prospects who are visiting campus and also broke some news of who's going to be on campus as well. So be sure to check out Bengal Tiger. $10 gets you four months of coverage. So $250 a month uh, for just 
uh, or 250 a month gets you well into the summer uh, for those first four months. And it's a great time to jump on board. Spring football, basketball, coaching change, basketball recruiting, and uh, of course, football recruiting heating up. So don't miss out. We've had a ton of people take advantage of that already. Now, Matt McMahon added his first new player to the Tigers since taking over as head basketball coach. He added Northwestern State transfer forward Kendall Coleman, who, if LSU fans remember, had a pretty good game in Baton Rouge when he notched a double-double, 16 points and 13 rebounds. Uh, I also watched him play against SMU earlier this year, and he had a really good game against the Mustangs as well. Uh, and he jumped on board on Monday afternoon and just said, it, it just felt right for me, and I felt like it was the right situation. I got a good vibe from Coach, plus I'm a Louisiana boy. He was real with me and gave me the rundown and was 100 from the jump. Matt McMahon gets Kendall Coleman, the Ford, who averaged a double-double last year, 15 points and 10 rebounds per game, shot 55% from the floor, this is somebody that I think is going to provide, um, I, I think he could be like a first off the bench type of player uh, in that front court. He does have some athleticism. He's 6'8", 220. Uh, the Shreveport, Louisiana native uh, uh, is coming off his second year uh, with uh, Northwestern State. And he has four years, or he has four years to play three. So he won't redshirt, of course. Uh, you know, coming over uh, to LSU, but uh, that first season he was on campus with Northwestern State didn't count uh, COVID year. So he came out, uh, you know, and had an even better 2021-2022 season. He played in all 29 games last year, so that shows some durability. He led Northwestern State in blocks uh, and led the team in rebounds and rebounding average. So a really solid pickup to start things off for Matt McMahon. And, you know, this is where basketball is certainly uh, a day-by-day -day thing. You know, you've got rumors that Adam Miller's going to enter the portal. He shoots those down. He could still very well enter the portal. Um, but then you see Xavier Pinson enter the portal. Um, Brandon Murray entered the portal. Uh, there's rumblings of others. Sharif O'Neal jumped in. And so you've got this, this roster that is certainly in a precarious situation, but I can tell you Matt McMahon's working to keep as many of these guys um, that he feels can help LSU uh, on the roster. And, and it's really critical that he prioritizes that, and he, and he said that was a key piece. But at the same time, he doesn't want people that, of course, don't want to be here. The good thing is LSU has been circling the wagons, I think, as of late on the NIL front. Some guys, you're probably just not going to be able to win that battle. You know, I mean, it just seemed like, you know, while Brandon Murray said he wants to return – my bet is he's, he, there's a good chance he follows Kevin Nickelberry to Georgetown. Uh, Nickelberry recruited him, and of course, that'd get him closer to home as well. So, you know, there are, there are some guys that you're going to see probably pop up in the portal. Wouldn't shock me at all. Um, but uh, I did talk with one of the players uh, off the record, and he just said, look, it was a great time uh, getting to meet Coach. I was impressed with him, and we'll kind of see how it goes. So uh, this is going to be a really interesting period to track for LSU basketball they are continuing to reach out to some transfers as well and we'll have you guys covered on where things stand uh, with those guys as they uh, evaluate their options and whether or not LSU uh, is going to be uh, the place to come finish out their careers under Matt McMahon who's trying to uh, you know install his own players and culture and all of that 
uh, as he's uh, getting his feet wet as the new head coach at LSU. One name to watch, Murray State star point guard Justice Hill, a Little Rock, Arkansas native. He played for Arkansas for one semester, and then uh, Will, um, Eric Musselman gets hired, and he goes to JUCO and then lands at Murray, uh, and he averaged 13.4 points, 2.3 rebounds, and 5.1 assists per game. This is somebody you've got to circle if you're LSU. Uh, he's a really, really talented player. Showed he could do it at a high level. Would provide a good bit of depth in that backcourt uh, for LSU. So uh, that is someone to watch. Uh, and then, really, I mean, there's still another guy out there at Murray uh, who could be uh, could be somebody that LSU wants to target. Uh, and that's KJ Williams. Uh, really, really impressive pros- uh, player for um, uh, the Racers. Their leading scorer from last year and leading rebounder. He averaged 18 points and 8.4 rebounds per game. Uh, as they advance to the second round of the NCAA tournament with Matt McMahon at the helm. And he's done it at a consistent level for a long time. Average double figures for each of the past three seasons, and now he's looking at his options. Now, the thing with K.J. Williams is that he is evaluating whether or not he can go to the NBA draft, what's his draft stock looking like, and then once he gets that situation figured out, he'll decide whether he wants to come back to the college game for another season. So that would be a veteran player to keep an eye on. Again, really impressive uh, player for Murray State. Uh, and he is in the portal. He was the OVC player of the year, but he's going to check out that NBA draft process and see what's next for him. Uh, there are a lot of other names that we're going to be tracking on the Bengal Tiger. Again, be sure to check us out for all the scoop. We've dropped some scoop on assistance. We've dropped some scoop on uh, you know some transfer names to watch. So we'll be monitoring that. Uh, this is going to move quickly. This is a crazy time of year uh, on the transfer front uh, for college basketball, especially. It's only going to get crazier, so uh, be sure to stick with us for that. Quick football housekeeping notes. LSU did lose two players to the transfer portal. Josh White, uh, a linebacker, and Quentin Skinner, a long snapper. And it, and it's tough. I, I think they're, that LSU assembled some depth at the linebacker position, and Josh White probably felt a little lost in the shuffle there. Uh, so he ends up transferring. Uh, Baylor immediately offered Miami. He's a former four-star prospect and a guy who could really run coming out of high school. Uh, he had an injury. He missed, you know, all of 2021. Really tough situation for him, and uh, just, you know, I think wanted a fresh start. So, best of luck to Josh. He was always good to me in, in the recruiting process, and uh, just didn't work out at LSU. Quentin Skinner was not on the spring roster, so this is an expected move as Slade Roy uh, was signed by the Tigers to come in and provide. Uh, competition and um, now it looks like he's going to be your starting long snapper as as we all expected so a couple football housekeeping notes on that front Um, LSU is on the practice field on Tuesday as we're recording this podcast and then we uh, will get a chance to uh, hear from Brian Kelly on Saturday along with players so no talking with uh, Brian Kelly or anybody tonight Uh, and then Thursday is a closed practice so Come Saturday, we'll be able to really give you an idea of where things stand after a full week uh, in the mix with LSU Spring Ball. Uh, We've had practice reports coming out from that and then media availability with the players. So be sure to stay tuned to the Bengal Tiger for all of that. Tons of content, especially recruiting rolling out. Um, It it doesn't stop uh, for both sides now. So be sure to lock in with that $10 for four months deal that we're offering up. It'll end soon. Uh, so be sure to check that out. 
Wanted to give you guys some thoughts on the two commits LSU landed. And later this week, we'll kind of assess where things stand with the Tigers as they enter the first weekend uh, or the second weekend of spring ball. Um, and so we'll have you covered all of that. Um, we will have a full practice report from the first start to finish open practice of LSU football that I can remember since I've been here. So be sure to keep it locked on the Bengaltiger.com. Feel free to leave us a rating, leave us a review, and subscribe to the Bengal Tiger podcast wherever you catch your podcast at. We appreciate all you guys that have listened and hope you guys have a good rest of the week. We'll catch you next time.